0: Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network presents coverage of your favorite local teams, the Badgers, Bears, Cougars, Rough Riders, Eagles, and Wranglers. This is Talking Central Arizona Sports with me, Torrance Dunham. After a couple of winter storms, sports in northern Arizona returned this week, And this show does as well, after last week's episode was skipped, since, quite frankly, the storms forced multiple cancellations and made it so there wasn't much to talk about. That is not the case this week, as we have multiple local high school teams in the playoffs. So let's begin with the Prescott Badgers boys basketball team, which got their first look at the recently debuted Open State Playoff competition in a 74-61 defeat to the Brophy Prep Broncos in Phoenix on Wednesday night. The Badgers of the 4A Grand Canyon region entered as the number 24 ranked team, while Brophy of the 6A Premier region was ranked as the number 9 overall team in the state. For those who don't know, the Open State Tournament debuted last season and matches up the 31 best teams in Arizona across the six conferences for a tournament similar to March Madness in the NCAA. While Prescott hung around with Brophy for most of the game and led at halftime, The Broncos started to turn it on near the end of the third quarter. Brophy, with the support of three turnovers from the Badgers, multiple second chances on offense, and a couple of three-pointers extended a one-point lead into a 12-point advantage as the game entered the final quarter. The Broncos would keep the Badgers at arm's length the rest of the way as Brophy weathered a Prescott comeback attempt in the final three minutes, not letting the lead fall to any less than eight points. Here's what head coach Travis Stedman said about the loss.
1: Uh, you know, we struggled on the offensive glass. I mean, they, they really killed us over there. We didn't defensively rebound very well. And, you know, we let a couple kids, five in particular, knock some shots down at the worst possible times. I mean, he shot the ball really well tonight, and he was one of those kids that we were thinking maybe we might too. He might have an off night, and, you know, you have to pick your poison when you have Braden Snead on one side and number 12 on the other that can really knock shots down and are really athletic. And uh, he showed out tonight, and honestly, you know, offensive rebounds and knockdown threes were kind of the difference. So
0: Stedman was referring to Nick Sanford, who helped Brophy maintain breathing room in the fourth quarter, connecting on two crucial three-point shots for a total of five on the night. The senior guard led Brophy with 20 points. Despite the loss, the game showcased a Prescott High School team that dominated conference play to the state level. Here's junior guard Uriah Tenet on that our name out there, uh,
1: you know, uh, we're showing everybody that we can play with anybody. And you know, that, that's what we're just, that's all we're really showing us.
0: Stedman said every bit of experience the team gets against top level competition is good for the program. We're calling tournaments throughout the season where the Badgers faced stiff competition, not only in Arizona, but in other states as well. Here's more on that.
1: Uh, you know, every bit of experience we get against top-level competition is really good. I mean, when we went to San Diego, we saw a top-level experience. When we played early season tournaments, we saw a top-level experience. When we, in the summertime, we always try and play the best because uh, we can't get any better unless we play who we need to beat in these situations. So this is great for us. This is great for the program and the town, and we love it.
0: The Badgers now turn their attention to the 4A Conference playoffs, which get underway on February 21st. Reseeding for the conference teams will be released soon. Prescott, which won the 4A Grand Canyon region and went 15-1 in conference play, is guaranteed at least one home game. So you can see the Badgers play in the playoffs against an opponent to be determined on February 21st at 7pm at Prescott High School. Photos from the game on Wednesday can be seen on SignalsAC.com. There are also some special recognitions to touch on as Tenet this week was not only named as a 4A Grand Canyon Region first team selection, but was also awarded as the Region Offensive Player of the Year and the Overall Region Player of the Year. He averaged 31.9 points per game to go along with averaging 4.4 assists and 2.7 steals. Here's what he had to say about the honor. Uh, Just being that team leader for my team, you know, coming out each and every night, doing that for my team, you know, it's uh, it's really special, uh, I know, and uh, thank God for that. Stedman was also honored with the 4A Grand Canyon Region Coach of the Year after leading Prescott to its first region title since 2001. Here's what he had to say about the award.
1: It's it's, it's an honor for me. It's an honor for the team and my staff. I mean, it's uh, my family. It's not something that... uh, that I could do alone. So uh, kudos to everybody that that works with us in the program. It's a program thing. It's not a not an individual award by any means. It's got my name on it, but it shouldn't.
0: Zane Gall was also selected to the 4A Grand Canyon Region 1st team, while Josiah Peoples was honored with a 2nd team selection. Meanwhile, the girls' basketball team is also headed to the playoffs after knocking out Coconino 62-45 at home on Thursday in a play-in game. Seedings for the first round of the playoffs will be announced soon. The Badgers went 13-4 overall in the regular season and 9-2 in the region, finishing behind Flagstaff, which lost on Thursday night. In round 2 of the Girls Open State playoff against number 6 ranked Pinnacle in a heartbreaker 58 to 56 they will return to the 4A playoffs. Players on the Badgers girls basketball team were also honored this week as Addison Christian Darrow was named to the region first team and won the Offensive Player of the Year for the 4A Grand Canyon region. Teammate Isabella Abbott was named the Defensive Player of the Year for the region and also selected to the first team. Riley Hobson was selected to the second team. We'll get caught up with the rest of the playoff teams and check scores with college sports, but before that, this show is brought to you in part by Yavapai Plumbing and heating the snowstorm showed why it's important to have your heating checked out and ready to go so you aren't left in the cold give them a call to make sure everything is looking good and you are ready because the weather in prescott has shown the snow can return at any time over the next month or so all the info you need is at ypeinc.com that's ypeinc.com okay let's get caught up with the rest of the teams in the area with the whip around Continuing with Prescott High School, the girls' soccer team is on to round two of the 4A playoffs after beating Douglas 2 1 on a Wednesday night at home. The number three seed Badgers have another home game on Saturday as they will host number 11 seed Saguaro at noon. The Badgers open the season beating Saguaro on the road 5 0. The Sabrecats went 8 3 1 overall and 4 1 in the 4A Desert Sky region, finishing in second place win uh, would place the badgers in the quarterfinals against either number seven seed arcadia or number two seed walden grove on wednesday the boys soccer team's season came to an end last week with a two 0 loss to amphitheater in the play in the team went seven and five overall and three and three in the region finishing in third place on to bradshaw mountain as the boys basketball team is looking to make the playoffs as they host Seton catholic prep in a play-in game on friday at 7 30 p.m the Bears win 11 and 6 overall this season, and 7 and 4 in the region, finishing in third place. The Bears opened the season with a 58 to 50 win against Seton Catholic Prep, but lost to the team in the 2023 Boys Basketball East Valley Thanksgiving Classic in November. Seaton Catholic Prep went 8 9 1 overall and 4 5 1 in the 4A Desert Sky region. The girls' basketball team on Wednesday fell to Eastmark 53 18 in their playing game, ending the season. The Bears went 6 10 overall and 4 6 in region play. The Bears' boys' soccer team is on to the second round of the playoffs after beating Amphitheater at home on Tuesday 4 2. The number 8 seed Bears head to the quarterfinals against number 1 seed Flagstaff on the road Saturday at 11 a.m. A win would place the Bears in the semifinals against either number five seed Thunderbird or number four seed South Point Catholic on Tuesday. The Bears lost to Flagstaff earlier this season at home, two to one. Touching on Chino Valley quickly, the seasons ended for the boys and girls basketball teams last week. The boys lost to Camp Verde 77 to 61 to finish 5 and 12 overall, while the girls also lost to Camp Verde 49 to 11 to finish 3 and 14 overall. On to college sports, starting with Embry-Riddle as the women's basketball team has won six straight games after beating Westcliff at home on Thursday 81-71. Ariana Gonzalez led the team with 28 points in the win. At 14-11 overall and 12-5 and in the conference, the Eagles on Saturday have their final home game of the regular season against St. Catherine starting at 2 p.m. The men's team on Thursday had their three-game winning streak snapped in a 71-65 loss to Westcliff at home as they fall to 7-17 overall and 6-11 in conference play. They have their final home game of the regular season on Saturday against St. Catherine starting at 4pm. The baseball team, which has struggled in February, looks to get things steady starting with a road game against Arizona Christian on Tuesday at 7pm. The team is 5-7 overall on the season. The softball team had their three-game winning streak broken on Saturday, falling to Hope International 8-0 in the second game of a doubleheader after beating the team earlier in the day 2-1. At 4-4 overall, the Eagles play in a tournament over the weekend against Johnson and Central Methodist on Friday, Rio Grande and Thomas on Saturday and Coastal Georgia on Sunday. The men's and women's outdoor track and field teams get things started with the NAU tune-up on Friday. The wrestling team over the weekend competes in the Cascade Conference Championships. Ending with Yevapai College as the men's basketball team has now lost five straight after falling to number 18 ranked Pima last weekend, 100-90. They play Eastern Arizona on Friday and Saturday. The Rough Riders are 11-14 overall and 4-10 in the conference. The women's basketball team is also struggling lately as they lost number 14 ranked Piedmont Saturday 92 to 53 and have also dropped 5 straight games at 5 and 18 overall and 5 and 11 in the conference. The Rough Riders play number 18 Eastern Arizona on the road Friday and Saturday. The baseball team on Tuesday swept a doubleheader against Ottawa, winning game 1 4 to 2 and game 2 8 to 1 in 4 innings. In game 2, Laylay Kane Yates hit a home run and drove in 3 runs on 2 hits. At 6-4 overall, the Rough Riders play a doubleheader against Pima on Saturday. The softball team returns to play on Tuesday in a road doubleheader against Phoenix after beginning the season losing all five games in the Coyote Classic back in late January. That does it for this week's show. I'm Torrance Dunham, and this has been Talking Central Arizona Sports, part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network. We'll see you back here next week for recaps of the various playoff games and look ahead to spring sports getting underway at the high school level.